if I was the trouble. <laughs> no, you're not the trouble. It's not, it's not the Mike Stefanovic's trouble. It's the microphone. You're your cousin, microphone. Okay. All right, the troubles. I don't know what's going on. What's happening is the little thing that you put into the microphone for my headsets for some reason today is loose, and it's jiggling and wiggling and going in and out. So that's what's making me crazy here today. You guys make me happy. All right, so what can I tell you? I'm going to start off with Mike, okay, because he's going to be good at this. Mike, Tell everybody about Landmark College. Mike Stefanovic, VP. Well, thanks, Larry. Um, Landmark is a, is a wonderful place. We are a nonprofit um, two- and four-year college. We offer a mix of associates and bachelor's degrees. Um, and we are, are really a place that 
both serve students with a traditional college education. They get all of the wonderful experiences of, of academics and social life, um, athletics, clubs, um, on a typical New England campus, a beautiful place um, in Putney, Vermont. Um, but we're yeah. also a specialty college that is engineered for students with learning differences. Um, we especially emphasize serving students with um, LDs like dyslexia, with ADHD, autism, um, executive functioning needs. Um, and we have really grown in the last decade to be both, um, we've added onto our traditional mission of of associate's degrees with bachelor's degrees, and now we're growing leaps and bounds online um, through our LC online platform. And I know that's one of the reasons we're on the show today. Uh, we're just yeah. so excited to share the good work that's happening with LC online. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really powerful. And I'll just say about that, you're in little tiny Putney, Vermont, which is, I was thinking about this today, it's in southeastern Vermont, just above Brattleboro. I'm a fellow New Englander here in Maine. And I'm thinking New, New, uh, Vermont is so small, you really don't need directions. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's in southeast Vermont. It's just in Vermont. Okay, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful little place. Okay, but I got to tell you, not everybody can easily get to Vermont. All right, and Landmark has a lot to offer, and that's why I was really excited to go into a little bit more about the online learning with you guys. It's really, really important. And what's really important is how kids learn. And Manju, I'm going to ask you this, okay? Rumor has it, okay, and I'm not I'm not an expert like you are. Rumor has it that kids who are neurodiverse, especially with uh, autism and ADHD, are very good on a computer screen. That they're very focused, etc. I don't know if that's a stereotype or if it's for real, okay. But offering online learning to kids who have uh, in, in higher ed, especially, just talk about that. Is that how do they do when? when Kids who are doing how yeah. do they do with online learning? And you are an expert on this. And Dr. Manju Banerjee. Manju. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Larry. Um, well. Yes, those are rumors and perceptions. <laughs> uh, what, and so the rumors squash through forever. Go ahead. <laughs> what I would love to emphasize for your audience is each student is unique. And... Uh, while it's true, some for some, the challenges of online, especially during the pandemic, were amplified. Um, design of online courses were not the ideal. But where we are now with online learning from what we have learned during the uh, emergency pivot, if you will, to online is much more encouraging. And there are many ways to really engage students uh, with autism and ADHD. So I uh, really invite the audience, particularly our parents in the audience, to keep an open mind because the design and the hidden curriculum of online, once it is taught to neurodiverse students, they can actually do pretty well. Yeah, good. This is good, and thank you for quashing the rumor. And actually, I want to go into something. You did your thesis. I have this degree here. You, you received your doctorate degree from University of Connecticut, quote, on the, uh, it kind of goes to what you just said, on the application of universal design to high-stakes assessment, which I assume would be like an SAT or an AP thing, all right? And my, my curiosity is, do people 
understand how important universal design is in designing an online uh, a course? Manju. Yes, I. Yes. Um, again, you're great this. question. You're, you're a doctor. You're a doctor of, of this. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's really cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. And now, when we design the digital space, more and more institutions, including high-stakes testing agencies, talk of what, what are called universal tools. And universal tools are tools that are proactive, native, and intrinsic to the design. They're built in. They're not an add-on. They're not a retrofit. So uh, while we, are, we have gained a lot of ground in understanding universal design, there is still always more to be done. And I'll tell you why. Because when we think of people generally think in terms of physical access, they don't think in terms of cognitive access, which is hmm. really important for neurodiverse students. And cognitive access is quite different from if you have a visual impairment or uh, impairment with your extremities or a hearing impairment. Those are different from uh, cognitive access. So cognitive access for in online is how you take advantage of the affordances of technology to develop a, a course that scaffolds and supports things like executive function, things like your reading wow. skills. And you give you one simple example. Building in screen readers allows students who have difficulty with reading to be able to manage sections that they want read out aloud independently. You're not hmm. depending on an add-on tool for which you have to request an accommodation and on and on it goes, you know, the traditional route. To get, right, right. Uh, accessible. Yes. So it is, it is really we are living in a very exciting era. And what is needed is for institutions to understand the best practices of online design and to work as a team with instructional designers, faculty, and um, support offices to create that best learning platform. And that is, fa that is fascinating and fantastic. But, and, and, and I'm sure when, when, uh, when Landmark developed these courses, they had you and the other experts, uh, all the professors, et cetera, at the school. But my question is also, in, in K-12, when we had a resort to online learning, there's a lot of kids with neurodiverse needs. How did, yeah. how did you, as you look at the kids who are coming into Landmark A and B just generically across the board, how did the kids with neurodiverse needs do all right, with online learning K-12 during the pandemic? Because we always talk about learning loss, but it seems to me from what you said, they may even have had a greater learning loss because the, the, the courses weren't yeah. designed with their needs. Again, it was an emergency. We all get that. Okay. But still, Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's your thought yeah. on that? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, um, you know, there was a research that was done in 2021 by Sally Scott and Catherine Aquino, and they looked at some of what were the barriers or challenges uh, that students experienced during, just after and during the pandemic. And they identified, this is very interesting, they identified difficulty in accessing the internet, 
difficulty mm-hmm. with technology training and support, mm-hmm. accessing course materials, and being able to navigate the learning management system. Now, these are not issues that be- should become a huge barrier or roadblock in learning. So it's really important that we understand what the barriers were during the pandemic from the research and then move into incorporating best practices for online learning. And I'll give you just three things for best practices, which is so important for the neurodiverse population. Number one, we shouldn't assume any any and every teenager knows how to be digital. Just because they use a lot of social media doesn't mean they know how to navigate the digital space for academics. Therefore, having orientation and that's what I meant by the hidden curriculum. So orientation to online is critical so that you can build familiarity with the online uh, platform, how to participate in video conferences, how to annotate a digital page, on and on it goes. So that's critical as a best practice. Another critical element is course design. And we typically, in developing, and Landmark does this uh, very well, is to develop, um, is to use backward design approach to design online courses. And the third thing I'll say for now is take advantage of the affordances of technology. When we became digital, went from paper pencil to digital, three things happened. Information was available all in one space. So you could go in and get, you didn't have to go to the library. You didn't have to go to a a, a tutor. You You could all access it at the same space, number one. Number two, it became malleable in that you could go from print on your screen to hearing it to actually be able to access a video. So multisensory is scaffolded by the online platform. That's really important. And the third uh, Mm. thing that happened is personalization. When you're reading in the pages of a book, the format and layout is determined by the publisher. Whereas in the online space, you separate content from display. You can enlarge it, you can Mm. highlight it, you can color code it. These are some of the technological affordances that when you understand the needs of neurodiverse populations, you can really build it in and build an amazing course that actually creates engagement and interest for students who for the longest time are not interested, haven't been interested because they haven't been supported in the classroom. Well, it, 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 it's fascinating to me. So put all that together. I want to say thank you, Manju. I, I, I want to go, Mike, put all this together. Okay, for uh, talk about uh, talk about the online courses that are available. Okay, and how they how they're built, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I apologize for what's going on with my mic today. Okay, Mike, the, the real mic as opposed to the microphone. Thanks, Larry. We have a, a number of different online opportunities for students in LC Online at all different levels. And this really echoes the overall landmark experience. We have programs for pre-college students who haven't you know, started an associate's or bachelor's degree and are, are gaining their footing. Um, this includes our online dual enrollment courses. 
um, as well as opportunities through our success center that's headquartered in San Mateo, California. Um, we have students who, who visit there in person and also work with our learning specialists online. We also have a fully online associate's degree called College Start, um, or it starts with a year called College Start, I should say, um, really a supported and scaffolded first year of online learning in college. And students will, will tackle these um, programs for a variety of different reasons. I think just about our College Start students, and some of them are really interested in getting a fully online degree. Others of them are trying to take a stepwise approach toward the transition to college. So they, yeah. they may ultimately see themselves transitioning to an on-campus experience, but that academic transition and getting that strong footing first um, is their priority. And then the social transition um, and, and living away at yeah. college um, is going to come second. Um, and those are all reflective of of our you know, universal design values too, you know, finding multiple ways of, of engaging with students um, with that um, academic material. But I would say a great starting place for students um, is that online dual enrollment. If you have audience members who are working with high schoolers, um, students, parents, educators at the high school level, this is a great way of, of trying out a college course. So, you know, one, it builds confidence and success. I can do this. Um, and two, it, it earns them real college credits um, offered through Landmark College. Um, and third, it, it takes Landmark's approach, um, which starts with a signature course for us called Perspectives in Learning. So many of our dual enrollment students start there, just like our on-campus students do. And, you know, that that philosophy of orienting a student to what is expected in a college course, how does an online course work, that's built into all of our online courses um, through dual enrollment. But if you start with, college, uh, with perspectives and learning as a course for us, they're also really looking uh, introspectively at their own strengths and needs as a learner. Um, they're taking stock of you know, how, their, how their neurodiversity works and really gaining language and self-advocacy that will serve them in other online settings, it will serve them in employment settings, um, in any other educational setting they're going to. Um, and of course, you know that confidence that they develop um, in that course just just you know continues on. Um, I love you know to Dr. Banerjee's second point um, about the you know the design of the courses and that consistency in design. Yeah. You know that's a value across our courses as well. Um, you know, I talk with a lot of students and, you know, they might be taking courses in a learning management system through their high school. And, you know, one teacher has made everything orange and pink and, you know, the units are labeled week one, week two, week three. And then your next teacher might be green and black courses. And, you know, there's, there's tons of text everywhere and, and the units are labeled thematically. And one of the intentional pieces, wow. whether you're in dual enrollment or College Start or any of our, um, our online programs, is that that navigation is going to look consistent across the courses. So we serve students well. Again, not just students who have LDs. This is one of those you know, rising tides that, that float all boats. Um, it serves yeah. everyone well. 
um, not having to learn a new navigation, but taking that, that cognitive load weight out of the piece so that they can really focus on um, the next steps in their learning. You know, that's, that's interesting, that point you just made, Mike. And, you know, you're right. In, 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 uh, in high school, so to speak, it's a little less coordinated, okay? And, 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 you know, everybody's in their own silo, so to speak. And for a kid who has a neurodiverse need, that might be a real challenge, okay? And I'm curious, Mike, and maybe you can answer this. You know, you have good professors there. Your professors obviously understand the needs of a neurodiverse student, okay? But they have neurodiverse students, okay? And how are they, um, how are they trained to do an online course, okay? Maybe Mantra is the better one to ask this, but I'll start with Mike. Okay, because teaching online is different, and you guys certainly know this, than, than, than teaching in person. Okay, and, and, and just talk about that for a second, Mike. If you want to pass it to Andrew, you can. But just the, the, the way the faculty is coordinated together, okay, to help these kids specifically. Sure. Our academic affairs um, division here at Landmark has some great um, training and onboarding for new faculty and also does ongoing training um, throughout to coordinate. And I, I love that you use the word coordinate because it's about learning yeah. those high-impact strategies. Um, and we're so fortunate that we can tap into an arm of the college, the Landmark College Institute for Research and Training, um, yep. which <laughs> Dr. Benji is so much more qualified to talk about because she's <laughs> led it for so many years and developed so go. many of their programs. But that online or that in-house expertise um, means that we are using all the research-based practices that are high impact with our on-campus um, faculty who are teaching these courses. Um, do you want to add more to that, Manju? Please, Manju. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Mike, and thank you, Larry, for that question. And by the way, uh, Manju, I have to say something. I'm from Philadelphia, so I was pronouncing your first name as Manju, which is exactly the way a Philadelphia <laughs> would say that. Okay, so I want Don't everybody worry. to know it's Manju, okay? I just want you to know I just learned that. I apologize. <laughs> not, not a problem at all. We'll go from there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Mike, I have many accents in my voice. I, I was in Alabama for many years as well, so you'll hear that southern drawl every once in a while. So. <laughs> but, but, but to answer your question, I think you raise a really critical point that training and orientation shouldn't be for students only. It's really important for faculty orientation and, if I may add, parents to understand what Absolutely. online experience is for the students. So, uh, in you know, Mike touched on the training and onboarding that we do for faculty, but a couple of just more um, specifics on that. One of the things we pay a lot of deliberate attention to is instructor presence. And how do we at Landmark build instructor presence into our online courses? We create together with our... Yeah, together with our instructional team, design team, we create these mini videos that actually make the instructor's voice come alive in these courses. So the students feel that they're talking to the instructor. That's one. So instructor presence is really, really important. The other thing is design thinking. And again, we work with our faculty who know this because many of them are neurodiverse themselves and they understand the challenges. 
So design thinking is a framework for course design that we use. And what design thinking means is that it is an interactive approach to problem solving. So we have a problem, how do you, uh, do, uh, how do you solve the problem focused on understanding the user, the customer? When we have that mindset for designing the courses, which we do at Landmark, uh, the, the input from the faculty who understand the students, the input from the design team, and then finally the research team that builds in research-grade practices, we've got a perfect formula, if you will, for designing these courses. You really do, and it brings up another question. You know, a lot of neuro, not every neurodiverse kid obviously goes to Landmark College. A lot of them will go to any, any given college. A, a college that promises that they understand the needs of a neurodiverse student. But in re- I have yeah. to ask the question, do they really understand that? Okay, does, does or Penn State or, or whatever the case may be, do they really, are they able to handle the needs of a neurodiverse student like, like Landmark does? I mean, and they should be, those people should be taking your courses. Okay, and how to develop this stuff, and maybe they do. But just talk about that. I don't know whether Mike or Manju is the best one to talk. I'll start with Manju here. Okay, do they really understand Um, what's going on with a neurodiverse kid? Yeah, I can I can start with it and then invite Mike to talk more specifics about landmark. (laughs) And I use the word "we" as if I'm already I'm always there. But um, so I think it's an iterative process, Larry. Um, and just like with adoption of technology, some are the front runners and some are the laggards, if you will. So the yeah. entire educational system is in that state where some are really well designed and they are perfectly uh, compatible with the learning standards and curriculum standards that we have. And then there are others that really could be better. So. What we use at Landmark, and I know this, which is very important for other institutions to think about if they don't, is to think of, is to incorporate some of the quality indicators uh, in their online courses and these nationally recognized quality standards. One of them is Quality Matters. It is a global consortium on quality assurance for online and the Quality Matters uh, for high school has education rubrics. And if, there, if I remember right, there are eight general standards and about 40 or 42, I think, specific review standards. So use the standards in developing your online course, and you will move towards uh, creating an online platform that, is, that has the quality that is needed to serve the general population. The other... Um, uh, the other um, standards that commonly used in the field is the Online Learning Consortium. It was formerly the Sloan Consortium. It's now the Online Consortium. It is an institutional and professional leadership organization dedicated to creating these online education courses as part of the mainstream of higher education. So. That's what I would encourage for institutions that are still trying to understand online and create online courses. You can always adapt from these standards of these two organizations to your particular institution, right. but it, it, it shouldn't be a 
uh, hit or miss approach. Uh, you start with a developed, uh, you start with what's in the field and then adapt it. You know, it's so important. I got to say something else before we shift the mic. There's another thing, especially for parents of neurodiverse kids. If the college doesn't know how to do it and do it well, that's a very expensive mistake. Okay, yeah. you've got to be really careful because it's not public school. Okay, which is an expensive mistake in and of itself, but it's not particularly per se coming out of pocket. Okay, if you have a neurodiverse kid, you want to make sure that the tuition you're paying is well spent and properly spent, okay, for the neurodiverse needs. Mike, that was part of your sales pitch. Go for it. Absolutely. And and the word that comes to mind, um, you know, in that spirit is scaffolding because we both want to support a student to become an independent learner, but we want to work those supports away in a really stepwise and intentional approach over the course of time. And and that's true whether we're talking about online or face-to-face learning. You know, our graduates leave Landmark, um, you know, either with a degree or they, you know, we're a transitional college. We've always operated in that spirit. And and some folks want to go to a larger school after they've found their academic footing with maybe a, a highly specialized major. And we support them in doing that. Um, so that scaffolding that's built in is so important. And so that support has to be there, I, I think, in best case, at the beginning of the college experience. Um, and that speaks to your point of where you start, you know, can can either lay a strong foundation or, or could miss the mark. Um, you know, Manju speaks so well about sort of the institutional and structural approaches at colleges to this question. I, I also was thinking about your question you know, in that admission counseling perspective, when I have a student and a family sitting right in front of me, and are my needs going to be met in a setting that's not engineered for students that, that bring the richness of neurodiversity to, to a place like Landmark? And I think the first thing they can do is ask their admission counselor. Um, when you're having that conversation with a representative of the college, you know, ask about those supports ask about how their students, if I'm someone with dyslexia, how have other students with dyslexia navigated this experience? Um, and they may refer you to other folks on campus to, to add detail to their answer. But we encourage our students to be really active self-advocates um, and, and put language around, we help them put language around why they need what they need, but also what the, the richness of their strengths are. Um, you know, I, I invite folks to, to ask an admission representative to speak with a, a student ambassador or a parent to speak with another parent of a student who has a similar learning profile. Um, and across that, I think you get the vibe either, you know, both that your needs will be well met, but also is that attitude there that the, the neurodiversity that a student brings is a rich perspective that's going to, you know, create a, a, a more vibrant learning environment for that mm-hmm. student and for everyone in their presence. And you know, it should be seen as both a positive and, Absolutely. you know, I know how I'm going to help, um, help you be empowered to success. It, it's such good stuff. And I'll tell you, with the job you guys did was amazing. And the one thing we haven't said, uh, I just want to say this to everybody, Putney, Vermont, I know we're talking about online, so it doesn't matter where you are, but Putney, Vermont is really a beautiful place, okay? And the, the, the campus, okay, is beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. And I hope 
people understand that this is this is a great place to go and great place to think about if you if you're if you're if a student of yours or a child of yours has neurodiverse needs. Okay, these folks know what they're doing at Landmark College and they know what they're doing online as well. So if you're in New Mexico or North Dakota, this will work for your kid. Good point, Mike. Am I right? Absolutely, and and a little shameless plug, Larry. If you Do if it. folks want to learn more. Um, we are here uh, to work with students on that journey. So I would encourage any students, any families to reach out to the admission team directly. Um, and if they'd like to come check us out in person for an event, we have admission open houses coming up on March 18th and June, and June 9th. Um, that's wow, Saturday, cool. March 18th, and Friday, June 9th. That's next week, next week right? Next week. It is next March, week. March 18th, yeah. Great. Super. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Putney's gorgeous. It's a good place to go. Okay, they have great fried chicken. I think at the uh, at the cafeteria. I've, I've been there. I've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, eat the cafeteria. Larry, Mike, Mike, mind you, do you eat at the cafeteria? Do they still have the fried chicken? It was very good. Delicious. The food there is absolutely delicious. It is. And I just wanted to make a quick plug, if I may, for we do also it. offer uh, graduate level online courses. Uh, through a certificate that. program. I'm actually right now teaching an uh, online course for Landmark to teachers. So that is really important that we Thank don't you. necessarily wait till they come to college. We work with the teachers in high school, uh, counselors, educators, uh, folks in the library. So we have a really uh, interesting mix of students with diverse backgrounds who are interested in the concept and want to learn about it themselves. So we are, uh, I'm teaching a course on disability documentation and accommodations and ADA compliance right now. It's totally online. It's designed for professionals. So we meet in the evenings. Uh, another great way to get engaged and learn about neurodiversity if folks are interested. It is. Thank you, Manjo. I'm so glad you said that. <clears throat> okay, this is great stuff. You guys were terrific. I thank you so much for being here today. And Landmark is at Landmark EDU, everybody. And you can also go to LC online, like Landmark College, lconline.landmark.edu. All good stuff. Manju, thank you. Mike, thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you for this opportunity, Larry, and great hearing your voice again. It's wonderful to talk to you, Manju, i got to tell you. And, Mike, thanks for being here, pal. Oh, thanks Take for care. having us, Larry. It's been great. My pleasure. Be good. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, are they great folks or what? It's a great school. Check it out, okay? Landmark.edu. That's I'll stand by that 100%. We're going to archive at a-head.org, see what we do about equity. Thanks for listening.